Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM and super secret raccoon, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. If you could see our Zoom recording, you would understand why I feel very underdressed right now. <laughs> That's a good question. Should I screenshot this for a future social Yeah, post? absolutely. You do have to. <laughs> Stace Babcock. I look amazing in this facial hair. <laughs> Zoom studio effect. It, it makes me a little bit bummed that I am like Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes, cursed with a thin beard. True. Three people get that. And Calvin a child? Yeah. He tells his mom he's going to grow a beard and she's like, all right. And like, that's kind of a recurring thing in the comic. And like one of the times he goes, he's just like, haven't shaved in 60 or whatever it is. He's like, I'm cursed with a thin beard. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And Alex Finn. I also think I'm quite rocking this wonderful mustache, but this is where my Chinese genetics come in, and I just don't have body hair to do this. Or else I would. Mm -hmm. I would. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, I like your half your half loaded loading bar as well. That's hovering yeah. over your head. <laughs> mm -hmm. It works with the, you know, hair roller that is actually in my hair, because my bangs are being a little mm -hmm. bitch. I feel like if I got a fake fake beard and mustache like this for halloween i could pull off will Riker. yeah yeah actually oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure i'll have to practice my captain morgan pose are you tall enough to like not at all do the thing where he like walks over a chair to like sit down no on it? i'm like five four that's <laughs> it would have to be a short chair mm. one of those mm. kneeling chairs just get a little chair and just carry it around with me for halloween <laughs> <laughs> like one of the ones for like elementary yeah. schools yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> Hey, so this may surprise you guys, but Die Hard Dice sponsors us a little bit. <laughs> Good thing, too, because they have beautiful dice of metal and acrylic in all different colors. They run promotional stuff all the time. So go check out their website now. See what they're running. I don't know what it is because I think it's like mid-November by the time you're hearing this. I don't know. But it's going to be high quality regardless of what it is. And you can get 10% off these high quality dice when you order with Explorers Wanted at checkout in the place where you put the code explorers wanted that's our code and it gets 10 percent off you get high quality dice for a little bit cheaper and you also support us we get a kickback from that so please use our code diehard dice when you get some dope ass dice with diehard dice so who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on alex it's the mustache that just signals i am in charge isn't it and the it's my very thick mustache I, yeah looking at you i just feel like the urge to like show deference 
Mm-hmm. And, and and I think it is the mustache. Yeah. So it's, it's a power. It's how you get in power. It's a powerful you mustache. You get a nice mustache. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> last time on Explorers Wanted that I totally remember happening. It was post-shootout with Clemuel. Yes? We can all agree on this. Yes. And Nix walked in. I was like, oh, you should probably fix yourself up. And it's like, here's two medkits because I'm actually doing important things. And so wonderfully, we got a nat 20 when we were healing Dilly. So we know that the mandible aspect ratio is not being passed through any sort of like skin to skin, respiratory fluid type situation. It's just happening randomly because buddy cops got the fire. But we can do surgery to remove it. And when Daniel's like, we don't know where else the metals are coming out of, my brain instantly shouted, what other orifices are there to, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. So anyway, and Dilly needs a nap real bad or else Dilly's not going to do much. But don't worry, Aster was just like, Mm -hmm. we're going to do the modifications, but we are going to make sure you get a nap first. Real good sleep. Aster's a good boy. Nix continued to shop and got a frequent buyer. You know, one of those like store cards. Mm-hmm. Not the credit cards, but like the ones you just get for being there so often. You know, back in the day when stores would give you those non-credit card rewards cards. Mm-hmm. That works when I say that because my hair is almost white right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we came up with a plan, right? We were going to go break into the upper, the second floor of the restaurant that Nick smartly got Chacha to go into so we could teleport in there because we're under the theory that they have some fire and that's how we're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because we found a long time ago in Fortress Nightall on the body of a dead auditor, a mentioning of high man's view and mm-hmm. i think that's where we think the auditors meet but circumstances have changed that but still our best lead i mean we got some clues after reading a raunchy novel and we've established <laughs> a good place to hide things is in your porn it's the last place anybody wants to look yeah because mm-hmm. if they were they chose the wrong ones they're just never going to be able to look at you the same mm-hmm some remains popular for a reason. Yeah, but the particular also, one is it—is it porn or is it also, you know, erotica, smut, an exploration of sexuality, romance, ballad? Well, anything can be erotica if you really focus. Try hard enough. Yeah. Grow through sexual mm. relations. We left a note for somebody on the whiteboard. Oh yeah, close enough. And there were plans, but now they're escaping me because my brain is just. We did some planning out. and then and then we teleported well there was a little something something between there did oh yeah well we did the surgery but what's that important was that a focus point no not the surgery uh nick's talked to her children oh yeah and they fucked. got a very practical under not directly practical but you know observational understanding of reproductive systems made and they fucked yeah mm-hmm. mm sex between the imps yeah you guys got a free show and like cha-cha wasn't aware of what was happening and it just she saw it and i you know what i admire them just being themselves and doing their own thing wherever they are you know 
But I got to imagine, like, what was the messenger? Like, messenger went back to the gathering place and was like, hey, I need two people to come fuck in front of the maw. (laughs) (laughs) Mistress desires to know. (laughs) I mean, when your god tells you, like, hey, two people want, we need two people to fuck in front of a, it's like, can't say no. Nyx talked to her children, learned more about them. I think they think she's being unfair because it sounded like they had an established system on who got to go to the hot rock. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know. No, I think they have an established lack of system. Nyx is learning not to over-explain. I thought it was like they did good boy points. They don't want there to be a system. So Nyx is just going to act like it's arbitrary and try to be smart about it, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they were fucking and they're go for them and then we went back to the city and daniel's like you find two more bodies and intertwined i'm like oh god damn it we came upon more people fucking no they're dead don't worry we're we were saved from that awkwardness and that's where we are yeah 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 you guys are standing over these dead bodies bodies in this alley not suspicious at all their faces are contorted so you presume that at some point they were screaming oh god damn it Nick searches their pockets. But no, we gotta go. No, no. Do these look like the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Do these look like the corpses in the office, Daniel? Like, they look like imp kills? They're not the same corpses, but it's, they were killed the same way. Yeah, so... You're right. Nix will just... Just... Yeah, Dilly is using his illusions to pull shadows around us and hide us from anybody who is coming to investigate, if at all. Yeah. So. yeah. Nyx did put on her boa. No, wait, she's Carlisle. Nyx, Nyx is in her Carlisle outfit. And whenever they reach the end of the alley, she'll split and go the long way to make sure that she arrives after them at the summit. Okay, cool. You do see people coming to investigate. None of them seem to be stone burners. There's one person that looks like a city guard. But with Dilly's illusion assistance, you guys pass them without them noticing. Dilly and Veronica Candace go towards the Mesa Summit. Dilly will kind of drop his illusion once we're a block or two away. Mm-hmm. We're just walking out in the open. No problem. We have nothing to hide. Okay. Yeah, Dilly and Veronica Candace come back into the hotel. Marta just sort of nods at you as you guys come in the door. Guess we just nod back mm-hmm. and head towards the room. Okay. You go up to the room. Boa's room. Do they have the key to the room? Do they have Bo's room key? Oh, yeah. I'm sure Nyx would have handed that over. Mm-hmm. Or no, they all check. Okay. Didn't they all check in? They all checked in as part of it, but there's only one key that you guys collectively get. Oh, yeah. Then she would have definitely, for sure, handed it over. And I'm sure Dilly gave Nick's work's key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys get into your room, no problem. All right. Easy enough. Oh, look, ciphers. Dilly's going to junk the four uh, junk ciphers that have been sitting in this room for a while. Oh, okay. So since there's four of them, it will take you about an hour to get through all of them. But you will get four generic I.O., three parts, and one synth. Four generic I.O., three parts, one synth. Okie dokie. I have so much junk. And if you're spending an hour doing that, Arlyle will reach the hotel in the midst of that. Carl, come in, nod to Marta, Mm -hmm. head up the stairs, drop her bag in Bork's room, and then knock on Deneb's door. There is a pause, and then the door opens, and it's Deneb, and she's like... Carlisle. Hey. It's a nice surprise. I haven't seen you around for a few days. Yeah, uh, we are really trying to figure out our future here. Right. So, I don't know. It's a bit it's a bit of a decision. We're not really sure how involved we want to be or not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But uh anyway, 
I figured you probably missed us, so I just wanted to to knock and say hi and see how things have been. Um, things have been great. You know, I'd, I'd love to chat some more. Is is work around? No, no. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he uh, he gets in his own head. I don't know if you've ever. You probably haven't seen it, but he's got a ton of ideas. Oh, I've oh seen you have. It. Yeah, then you get it. Like he's had a ton of ideas lately, and he just he just sits is inside his head and baby packs with him to to make sure he doesn't get too far off track. But uh, I'm tired, so I came back here. I bet. I bet. They're always having me like carry the heaviest shit. You know, sometimes I get a little concerned that that's my only role in this in this team. You know, like I have ideas and and I want to you know contribute but they're so much smarter you know and i just i just end up carrying the heavy things right right so nix give me a deception roll here what's the uh, goal it's an 18 you're specialized so that will be a 12 and two levels of intellect 16 okay she buys it well you sure you shouldn't maybe you know investigate other business opportunities where they're more appreciated? I mean, yeah, maybe, but, like, what am I going to go do? Lift lift heavy boxes for someone else? Like, Well, you know, there's a, a new right in town, actually just in the next room. Dilly, I, I don't know him well, but I, I've heard from a friend that he's very good. Oh, really? Supposedly he's very talented. But, I mean, he's another right. I, like, I don't know how to build shit, you know what I mean? Like, Io, like, what? You know? Um, what makes you think that this this guy would appreciate me more? I just, I have no idea. I don't know him well. Okay. Oh, you're just saying, like, maybe, like, like, suss it out? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, one of my new friends briefly introduced him to me. I haven't had a chance to really get to know him very well. Next room, you say? Yeah. Well, I might just knock on that door while, uh... Bork and Baby Packer out. Well, that was helpful. Sure. I, I appreciate Absolutely. this. Um, is there anything I can do for you? I guess. Do you have anything you need moved, carried, or... I'm I'm fine for now. Okay, well, if you go shopping... I'm actually just about to head out for a bit. Okay, if you go shopping and you need someone to carry the bags or, you know, whatever, just just let me know. <laughs> it's what it's what I do, yeah. We'll do. We'll do. If, if I have to go shopping and my partners aren't available, I'll let you know. Yeah, they're, uh... Do they not like this place? I just like to keep them busy. Oh, because you're retired? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I get that. And sometimes you need space, right? Like, mm-hmm. got to save money in our situation, but three in a room? I tell you what, it's... uh Right, right. Well, I'm heading out, and she kind of steps on the hallway, shuts the door, and locks it. Good luck. Thanks. And she leaves. Okay, next I'll knock on Dilly and Dilly's door. Who is it? Carlisle. Oh, Cha-Cha, can you get that? Cha-Cha, just... Toddles over the door and opens it. Nix will come in. She'll re- recap the convo with, with Deneb. Uh, Cha-Cha shuts the door. In, in <laughs> Nix's face. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you already came in. <laughs> yeah, she'll just recap that convo. So now Carlisle has a connection to this room, so that's cool. Okay. Well, I'm almost done with these uh, junk ciphers, so next step is go to High Man's View with Boa. Is that what we want? Boa and Veronica here? Oh, yeah. Give me, like, 20 minutes. You need to climb out the window? Or? No, that smoky eye just takes takes a hot hot minute. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. So Boa gets decked out. All right. Um, what time? What time of day is it? It's early evening right now. All right. So plan is to have try to see if Boa can get us in without having us wait in line. And then I I was also thinking like if that doesn't work, I can pull a uh, Eric's little coin thing and they ask about. I can just say like my uh 
master had it. You tell me what it is. Like that kind of thing, you know, like. I would say that's just a little risky because we don't know how long they've been using this particular style of coin. So I would only do that if you had to. Right, right. But yeah, all right, let's go. So, what you guys doing? We're going to a bar, Dan. That's what we're doing. Oh, in the evening, huh? Yeah. Let's see what happens. Okay, the line is around the block. Yep. We're going to wait in the line? Nix will will make her way to the front. Mm Mm-hmm. Dilly with her. Okay. The bouncer sees you guys, and it's just like, it's a different bouncer than you've seen before. And they're like, um, sorry. Back of the line, please. Oof. Hi, um, my name is Boa, and I was here the other day when the strange attack happened, and uh, due to my vibe, I was asked to consult on the murders, and I am returning because I think I might have a key piece of information related to that. I see. And uh, what did you say your name was again? Boa. And who were you working with? What was his name? It was Tendon. Tendon! Which, okay, so I assume you're playing more anatomy games, Daniel. I'm sorry for calling them anatomy (laughs) games. That's what the kids call it. (laughs) Tendon. Okay. Wait here. And the bouncer leans into somebody inside the door and says something to them, and they wander off. Meanwhile, the bouncer is letting a, a few other groups in. About five minutes pass before Tendon reappears at the door. And he steps out and says, Boa, it's good to see you. You have more information for me? Yes. All right. It's a little noisy inside. Maybe we could just walk down the street a little bit and chat. Oh, certainly. And he leads you about a block away. Thank you for coming out. So you remember Veronica Candice, my colleague? Mm-hmm. And here's my other colleague, Adila Cret, uh, right from Sherman. Hi. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Always good to see you fellow engineer. So I reviewed my notes from my recent travels and it appears that there is an increase in extra dimensional activity across the board. Huh. That's interesting. Yes. You mean here in Bodrov? No, in general across Navarine. I have only just arrived in Bodrov, so I cannot be sure about the levels of activity here, but Hmm. there have been several mysterious occurrences that I have become aware of in my travels. First, a strange prison break from the Queen's prisons in Charmond, which seems to have not been able to have been executed without the assistance of something extra-dimensional. The guards' deaths were not consistent with these deaths, but were not human, and they were taken completely by surprise. Hmm. There's an additional rumor, and I don't know if you have heard this one, of a strange woman who seems to appear from nowhere and then disappear back to nowhere, which makes me suspect an extra-dimensional aspect. All right, it's actually quite a bit. I think we should maybe delve into this a little bit deeper. Tell you what, let's go inside and let's have a discussion with Carlisle. Thank you. So he leads you back into the high man's view. It is crowded. People are chatting with each other. There is a musician in the corner who seems to be playing some sort of string instrument that also generates, like, it's like, imagine if you had a string instrument that could also generate, like, wind sounds and percussive sounds. It's it's like a string instrument that's also as versatile as a synthesizer. Mm. Nice. And you come in and Tendon leads you past the bouncer, 
over towards the private rooms. And can everybody give me a perception roll of 12? 11. Uh, that's a three with all my shit. Natural 20, Woo! though. I got a one. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. I have no XPs to give you. I think it's hilarious. Keep it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm worried. Okay. It's fine. Don't worry. Fine. I have to think about this because we got a natural 20 and a natural one in the same scenario. Mm-hmm. Cha-Cha, as you're wandering across, a patron accidentally bumps into you and knocks you up against a table, spilling a couple drinks. Gilly, you can propose a major effect in the moment, Mm -hmm. but you're seeing this happen with Cha-Cha in slow motion. You're not sure. I don't think you would physically know who the person is, but you notice that the table that she bumped into, the drink that is spilled, a woman is sitting there her arms exposed and covered in traveler tattoos. Uh-oh. It's going to be so exciting. Okay. What would you propose as a major effect? As a major effect, can Dilly quickly say, like, oh, sorry about that, and then using our tiny frames kind of, like, break a line of sight with uh, the traveler and ourselves? Yes. She's definitely looking around, though, but you can break up the, the line of sight. Okay. Also, because I am trained in uh, memorizing... Can Dilly just quickly, like, memorize the shapes, the specifics of her tattoos mm-hmm. for a later conversation with Nick? And also her face, obviously. I mean, Nyx is right there, too. Yeah, but I don't think Dilly can really point it out at this point. But doesn't Nick see chat? I'm just wondering if Nick recognizes this traveler. Yeah, so I, I would say Dilly will be able to kind of usher you guys out of view really quickly. I think because Cha-Cha got a natural one, there is a brief moment where right before Dilly shuffles you out of view... You meet eyes and see a quirked smile of Joseph Ken. Oh, shit. And then Tendon leads you up the stairs. That's fun. I told you it'd be fun. When? When did you say that? So everything's fun. So you come up the stairs and you're led over into the offices and taken to one of the private offices. And sitting there at a desk is Carlisle. Once again, he looks like a short-haired Iggy Pop with rust-red irises. I gotta look up Iggy Pop. Hang on. It wasn't a good thing, and I looked it up. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Iggy Pop just don't wear shirts, huh? Yep. Okay. Is Carlisle wearing a shirt? (laughs) He's wearing a vest. His arms are exposed, so you can see... All his little... Those, like, all his, like, muscles and... What about his tattoos? Or his, uh, you know... Molten markings. How many does he have a full set? He does have a full set. Okay. Hello again. Hi. Well, Tendon says you have some good information for us. He's briefly talked to me about it. Yes. I think we were only briefly introduced to you and uh, Veronica Candace last time. And you are again? He looks at Dilly. Hi, I'm Adil Bimkret, a colleague of Boa and Veronica Candace here. Ah. Hey, right. Tendon. Why does that name sound familiar to me? Tendon's like, I'm not sure. And Carl leans back and says, hmm, I'm sure it'll come to me. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, too. So next we'll recap what she told Tendon in the alley. And, like, with more detail about, like, the manners of death. But then she'll say, mm-hmm. it's interesting that you have a traveler in your dining room because there was also something strange that occurred at their compound but I'm not sure that was extra dimensional. <laughs> Although it may have been. Huh. Well, it's not unusual to find a traveler in a bar, but uh, 
I didn't realize we had one tonight. Yes. Well, I think, uh, I assume that the tattoos were evident. Mm. But I only heard rumors of that and it, the seeing the traveler reminded me. So that may not be. There just seems to be a higher number than usual of strange and bloody occurrences in Navarine right now. Well, it is the ninth world. I, it is. You are correct. I I just felt bad that I could not give more insights into the situation the other day and just wanted to bring you the additional information that I gleaned from reviewing my, my travel and my notes. All right. Well, I do appreciate good, reliable contractors. Thank you. So I appreciate coming. Are you looking for a finder's fee? Are you looking for a more permanent working relationship? I didn't come here expressly for compensation. We intended to come here for dinner anyway. Adilabram mm. is interested in seeing the place, as is everyone. I was also wondering if you knew of a Tarek that might be around. He's a friend of my former master. Ah, you know, Tarek's around here somewhere tonight. He likes to get out in the crowd and press palms. Mm. But I am new to town, so if there is work, I would be interested. All right. All right, that is good to know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head just now. And then all of a sudden he leans back and he snaps his fingers. A Dilibrin Cret. Hello. You're the one that the Nixos was making such a fuss about around the country. Ah, uh, yes. That was me. Interesting. I mean, obviously we're not interested in working with the Nixos in any way, shape, or form. They're parasites. But I have to admit, I'm curious. It's it's rare that Minos gets this interested in a right. Is there a reason he wants you? Yes. Well, simply put, I was not... Well, they came to me, contracted me to do a uh, certain job. And then when I found out the truth of what I was doing in their organization, I may not have delivered on what they asked for and had to leave quite quickly. So they're probably mm. quite upset about that. Well, it's dangerous to engage a right without giving them the full specifications of the project. It is tricky, but also dangerous to uh, piss off a criminal organization. So, yeah, kind of both in the wrong there. Which is why Bodrov is so appealing to us. Interesting. Indeed. Apologize. I must commend the city for its uh, security and the Stoneburner's uh, civic response in keeping outside criminal organizations out. Yes, we keep the Nixos, the Handlers out, any of those other little gangs. I'm not familiar with the Handlers, but... Mm. So that's a lie, Dylan. Yep. So give me a deception roll of 21. Oh, come on. All right. <sighs> There's no way we can help, right? Not really with this one. I was trying to think of it, too. Five levels of effort to bring it to a... Six? Okay. <laughs> Ooh, seven. Okay. Dilly grips the antiperspirant stone. Yeah. Oh, you're better off not knowing them. All right. Given that you kind of left, can you share with me anything about this project they were working on? It was a uh, something to do with a relentless reaper, but not the normal ones found in the text. There was a variation to it. I was brought in to kind of uh, meld uh, that technology with uh, some of the proprietary stuff they had started on already. Mm. So kind of a blending of prior world and their cutting edge. Sounds like an interesting project from the cognition standpoint, but 
also a crude goal on their part. Yes, I've got to say some of their um, attempts prior to bringing me in. got to say most of the work I did was just cleaning up their trash. So you said uh, Tarek is a friend of your former master. Who did you study under? One, uh, Aestus. He grins broadly. Aestus! Are you familiar? Oh, yes, I'm very familiar with Aestus. Ah, well, I should probably let you know that he has since passed about a year ago, year and a half ago. Oh, that's really a shame. He was a talented man. Well-respected in Bodrov and Charmand alike, I believe. Respected in Charmand. Come gutters for days. Come gutters. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how he kept those up into his old age. Like, truly remarkable. I never learned his secret. And in fact, I only learned that um, he had connections in Bodrov after he died. So mm. part of the reason why I've come here. And also, of course, the debacle with the Nixos and their malarkey. Right. Interesting. What was he to you? What, a friend, a work colleague, a drinking buddy, or what? We grew up together. For a while, he was a member of our guild. Then he decided he wanted to go off and make it on his own in a different city. This city is outstanding for research and for development and for materials. And honestly, our guild has packages to help supply our requisite members with, shall we say, regular shipments of Io. Mm. But margins are tight here, and Aestus was interested in making a name for himself somewhere where things were a little bit more profitable. So I let him go. He'd come back to visit every once in a while, but rarely. Travel's so dangerous. I, we can attest to that. We have obviously kept tabs on the Nixos while traveling together due to their interest in a Dilibrim, mm-hmm. which does remind me and you can decide what value this information has to you. But it would appear to us two things. First, Minos, the leader of the Nixos, does not seem to be himself, seems to be being puppeted or controlled by someone or something else. Additionally, they have a new head of science who goes by hand, Mm -hmm. who is handing, are you familiar with Jade Eggs? I believe we confiscated one of those recently. Yes, we have reason to believe those are extremely dangerous. We had one in our possession. We believe that they hatch into monstrous creatures Mm. and that it is currently a goal of the Nixos to sneak those in wherever they can. I do not know why, whether it is to foment unrest, chaos, or part of a larger plan, but they are up to something big right now. Interesting. He looks at Tendon and Tendon nods and steps out of the room. The last we knew, Minos or, or the puppet was in Shalmus. Hmm. Interesting. We did kill the former head of science due to her not leaving us alone. Asidra was her name. I had heard of Asidra. Yes, we killed her several months ago. And then more recently, his personal assassin, Arya. Interesting. So you all are capable. We are. While it certainly endears you to me that you have made such assaults on the Nixos, I have to admit the thought of people killing high members of an organization. I just have to ask, do you intend to repeat your performance in Bodrov? Should we be having a different conversation right now? No. At the end of the day, all what we want is to be left alone. We have been running from the Nixos for so long, and we only killed when we had no choice. 
if they would leave us alone, we would leave them alone. Okay, give me a social role of 21. This is being pretty honest, You're specialized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it's not deception. It's just social. Oh, that makes it a 15? Yeah, it's a 15. Next, we'll spend a level of effort to make it a 12. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 15. Carlisle leans back in his chair and says, Well done. I'm glad you found some sanctuary here in Bodruff. Us too. Although, well, a, a Dillabram can speak for our future, but we are hoping to start anew. Mm. Yes, um, if there is sanctuary for us to find here, I would happily uh, bring all the teachings Master Asus imparted onto me back to Bodrov. You thinking about opening a shop then? I can't think of what other thing I could do here. Yes, yes, I, yeah, yeah, yes, it was a yes. Obviously, you could open a shop. Most people, when they come in here, I have no idea what your personal finances are like, but most people here usually need a loan in order to get started. It's not unusual in business, especially in competitive environments. We do offer that service. Mm-hmm. But you're a student of Master Aestis, and if you are interested in better terms and possibly that IO allowance from our regular salvaging runs, there's always consideration in the membership and the order. That sounds interesting. What would be the requirements of becoming a stone burner? So if you're a stone burner, you still have your own shop. Um, your loan terms are more generous. In fact, after 10 years of payments, we forgive the rest of the loan. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's Samson reacting to that. Sorry. And in addition, you get an IO allowance brought in, depending on your tier at the time within the organization. Uh, everybody's primary work is their shops and what they're building. But we do ask that a certain percentage of your time is donated to the good of the guild. So sometimes that might be building something. Sometimes that may be involved using your skills elsewhere. Could be on the streets. Could be... Depends on where your talents lie. <laughs> but those kinds of uh, requests, there's a sort of bare minimum. And then there are others that sort of influence how you rise in the organization. There are, of course, special tasks that you could take on that we consider more meaningful towards advancement, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, that arrangement, you would receive your first, and he kind of like pulls back his vest a little bit to show a little bit more of his synth scars. It says, you receive the markings, and the status of having these markings is not nothing in Bodrov. Interesting. Will those markings allow us to get into those private rooms we passed? Those seem very uh, highfalutin. Well, the private rooms are by rental. You could definitely get into the high man's view whenever you need. Come up to the offices. The rooms are expensive to rent unless we are having a guild meeting in one of them. One of the rooms is only for special occasions. The Valenki. Is that a word that Dilly is familiar with? Like Volink? Sounds like a mispronunciation of Volink. Valenki. Valenki is a holiday? It's it's a room, oh. uh, an important room to ah. the history of this. Don't worry too much about the pronunciation. Everybody says it differently. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> what about me and Veronica Candice, if Adilbram were to join? Yes, these two are my, my friends. They have seen me through many trials that would have torn me apart in literal and metaphorical ways. This may be a dumb question, but... You must be a, a right to join? Yes. Okay. But we would happy to use your friends as preferred contractors, or even you could. 
when engaging in stone burner matters. I mean, this is quite an opportunity. I mean, our organization in its infancy were the ones that initially brought the builders here and constructed this city. Yes, I saw those builders. Those are quite impressive. Mm. Have they been uh, powered down like that for a long time? Yes, they've depleted. We've salvaged what we could from them, but they can't be restored yet. And uh, due to their nature, there's only certain places where you can fabricate their parts. Is there an interest in refurbishing them? Because you asked about my specialty, and I think that would be within my purview. Mm -hmm. There's interest, or things like them. I mean, we actually have the original plans around them. The problem is the fabrication of components. You need a special foundry for that. What kind of foundry? One that we try our best to keep private to members. It's very difficult to get in and use it. You might even say we've been trying for a while. All right. That's a little cryptic, but I, I won't pry yet. All right. Interesting. Do you mind if I have a quick aside with Loa and Veronica Candace? Just because we have Alvarez as a team and I would like to... No, absolutely. Absolutely. Feel free to step in in the next room. That should be open. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for your time, by the way. Mm -hmm. Pleasure to meet a uh, student of Aestis's. We go into the other room. Mm -hmm. Dilly's not going to do a full white noise bubble just because we are kind of in public. But if he can, can Dilly kind of muffle our words a little bit? Mm -hmm. Just play five different conversations over what we're saying. Well, I was kind of thinking Dilly uses like sound illusion to kind of play our conversation back towards ourselves. So it's like muffled, like noise canceling very much. Uh, so, I mean, I don't see a problem with becoming a stone burner. Does anyone else have an issue with that? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I think it's a do it. I mean, it's just to you, so it doesn't really matter to us, right? I, uh, I don't know. I mean, my only like hesitancy is that, is there going to be like some sort of interaction with like becoming a stone burner and like, you know, our other, uh, membership because hopefully it's just a tattoo you think they also fire you no i wasn't thinking about i didn't i didn't think the guards were gonna like fire us or fire Next me passes dilly the the blemish hider <laughs> in case you need to use it quickly okay yeah yeah you want to give me something to hang on to for dilly's gonna pass nick's the ice dermis so it sounds like they don't have access to the forge fire perhaps yeah so so Interaction may be unlikely, but perhaps you could express, like, nervousness about the procedure or ask where you can get, like, an introductory book about the stone burners or something like that. Um, yeah, I can ask, yeah. Yeah, I would just ask about the procedure and we can kind of evaluate from there. Yeah, okay. How do you even earn, you might not even earn a tool initially. True, yeah. Okay, all right. You good on this, uh, Veronica? Yeah, I mean... Why not? Get more money as a contractor. That's right. Get paid. I have my writer written out already. I'll give you a copy. Then we agree. <laughs> We're aligned on this project. Yeah, yeah. I just want to have a quick aside before we actually did stuff. So we go back in. Mm -hmm. And Adila Brim is going to say, uh, so I am interested in joining. I'm a little nervous about the tattoos. What's that process like? I'm not... I've had a bad time with needles and body stuff on my way. I could see from your face there, yeah. Yes, my face. That's what you can see. Well, it's not painless, but essentially we carve a wound with a hot blade so that it's cauterizing. 
but then we fill the wound with some molten synth we've prepared. It cools quickly. Holy shit. Fuck. I mean, no disrespect, but goddamn. Every time? Every time you get a, another notch? Yes, whenever you advance. Holy fucking sh- Apologies. That's not an uncommon reaction. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there like a brochure or something? I could just... A little pamphlet. Yeah, a pamphlet. I can just look over and prepare myself. Because I, I do think I want to join. I do want to join the Stoneburners. I'm just not a huge fan of the initiation, from what it sounds like. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. I... I don't know what to tell you. Most people, when they go through their initiation, prefer to be conscious. Why? Because it's an honor, Adilbrin. Uh, I suppose. You don't have to make your decision right now. You can think about it. I don't have a brochure or anything like that. Right. Okay. But we take care of our own. I should hope so. The aftercare is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> When I am ready to say yes, when, how may I contact you? Do I need to, we don't have to wait in line, do we? He reaches into a pocket and pulls out a small square of synth that says Carlisle, a symbol of a tool, and a unique combination of numbers and letters at the bottom. Okay. That's good for one more entry directly in to see me. All right, well, fantastic, thank you. Is there any time I shouldn't uh, call on you, or is just any business hour Okay. I'm here whenever the high man's view is open. Good to know. I don't sleep that much these days in my old age. So he's he's probably as old as Master Aces. He doesn't look aged. He definitely looks like it's the mileage rather than the age. Mm. But like you get the impression if it wasn't for whatever kind of hard living he's been doing, he probably would look younger than Master Aces. Well, thank you so much. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover while we're here? I don't think so. And uh, Tenon kind of comes back in, and Carlisle motions to Tenon's like, make sure they get a table. Oh, thank you. Fantastic. So Tenon leads you back down and finds you an open table and sets you at it. Where is that traveler? The traveler's not at the table that she was at before. Looking around, can Dilly see the traveler? Dilly's also looking for Tarek, see if he's in sight. You could definitely see Tarek across the room chatting with some people. Mm hmm seemingly having a good time. As you are searching, you see the bathroom door open, and that traveler steps out, and she starts looking around the room until she meets Nix's eyes. And then she grins, and she starts walking towards you across the restaurant. And when she reaches the table, she says, Nix, our conversation got cut a little short last time. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, Everybody coming to Bow Drive. Samson, something about this episode. Hold on, I have a lot to write down. That's what I have for this episode. I have a lot to write down now. And it's very cool learning a little bit about the Stoneburners and their hardcore shit. Also getting into me, Carlisle, and also what we learn about how little they know about Volink. Volink? Volinky. <laughs> Devinky. So that's pretty cool. This is pretty good. Infiltration? Pretty good. I liked it. And then now we have to deal with fucking Josekin, so mm. here comes a classic bar fight, I think. We shall see. So, yeah. yeah, I guess we'll see. It's going to be amazing. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? 
I'll offer our listeners an XP to check out No Gods for Drowning by Haley Piper. It's a recent release. It is like 1920s noir fantasy with a cosmic horror twist in a lot of ways. Mm, Pretty dark. The characters are very vivid. Basically, their world is ending and everyone's ready to do some fucked up shit to prevent that from happening. It follows several main characters. One of them is like a uh, priestess of the old gods who have abandoned this place. One of them is a captain in the flood guards or whatever they're called who actively work every rainy season to try and keep the islands from drowning. One is, well, there's a pair that are like private detectives working on investigating a series of murders that are related to trying to summon the gods back. It gets very interesting very quickly. There are like layers of old gods. They're like the dawn gods and then they're their children and then they're their children and so on and so forth. And just sort of you discover more about what the gods are up to, what their natural enemies or seem to be natural enemies, the glories who live at the bottom of the sea are up to. And, you know, what what does it really mean to be a deity? It's really good. Action packs. There is betrayal. There are twists. There's uncomprehensible or incomprehensible power and age and, you know, all those good things. And ultimately, it's a story of survival and and what people are willing to do to survive. So it was really good. I was really engrossed. Kind of an easy read in that, you know, it's very descriptive and it draws you in, but it's not like Game of Thrones or like Lord of the Rings, right? It's a nice, easy, fun read. That is unlike any recent fantasy that I have read. And it was real cool. So Mm. I... I do recommend that our listeners earn an XP by reading No Gods for Drowning by Haley Piper. Mm -hmm. And is it a standalone? I don't think so. So it does tell a kind of a complete arc of a story, but it felt Mm -hmm. like there might be more. But I haven't looked into to see if like a sequel is confirmed or anything. Okay, cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of No Gods for Drowning or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, shit, guys, come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. Uh, there you'll see our socials. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. But come talk to us on our Discord. Best place to be, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord will take you there. Also, if it is within your means, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted. Give us money and we give you stuff like this podcast and other stuff. Also, we have a dice for the code with Die Hard Dice. Explorers want to check out and get 10% off some quality polyhedral dice. Mm-hmm. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you could do, tell your friends and family and everyone you know that they should listen to the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review talking about what you like about the show on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't like the show, or if you just thought it was meh, well... The mission was simple. The instructions were clear. But somehow, you still fucked it up. (laughs) And now everyone has to pay the price. The gate is open, and she is coming. She doesn't know mercy, and she doesn't do quick. The only consolation is that she'll start with you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Andrelik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. Group projects suck. I'm at Slam Potato. I still love my mustache right now. I'm T with a unicorn <laughs> on Twitch and real to unicorn on Twitter. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. 
We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.